This is the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast, and my name is Eleanor Dooley. I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and advocate for your best self. I combine current nutritional research with the practicalities of living your life, giving you real nutrition talk in bite-sized pieces. Please remember that I am a licensed dietitian nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. I am not a medical doctor, and by listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you might be having. Welcome to the Nourishing Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Eleanor Dooley, and I'm happy to be here with you today. Today's topic came up in a recent feedback form from one of my programs involving the how-to of grocery shopping. Now, I know every family operates differently, and we all have different limitations with regards to allergies, tolerances, experiences, and financials. So I decided to break down how it works for my family, but hopefully this will give you some insight on how to approach your food choices, your meal planning, your budgeting, all while trying to maintain a consistent, healthy lifestyle that works for your family. The Nourishing Nutrition Podcast is sponsored by the Hormone Happiness Project. This program is the answer to your hormone questions. If you struggle with hormonal weight gain, acne, period or menopausal symptoms, insomnia, and fatigue. With a combination of nutritional education and personalized functional testing, the Hormone Happiness Project will transform your understanding of female hormones and elevate your daily life practices. The functional testing included in this program is far more advanced than the basic blood work panels that you've seen in the past and provides real solutions and step-by-step -step action plans for rebalance. For more information about this program, visit nourishingnutrition.net slash hormone happiness project or see the links in the show notes. Don't forget to connect with me on your favorite social media platforms. Now let's unpack. Today I wanted to share with you some of the ideas I use in my own life to organize and maximize not only my time, but money while feeding my family. Many clients and followers often ask me, what's the secret? to easy grocery shopping or how do I do it? And I wanted to give you a glimpse into what works for me most of the time. I say this because whether you realize this or not, there is no one perfect system for every person. There's no one size fits all. I remember years ago when I invested in an online program about how to grocery shop. And it gave me some great ideas about how to organize my grocery list, how to find the best savings and get the best coupons and shop for a large family. The problem was some of the points didn't really apply to me and some of the ideas just didn't really jibe. I, I didn't really like them. And after completing this grocery shopping boot camp, I really realized that some of these ideas were gold and some of them were kind of crap. The reason was because every family dynamic is different and it's ever-changing. So if you think about it, every expert out there, every person that is selling a particular system that works for everything, it kind of raises a red flag for me now. I've learned from my experiences in the past that 
not everyone always has the same variables. And this is true in every area of their life, not just grocery shopping. So I wanted to start by saying that these are just tips that work for me today for my family. I hope you're able to glean some helpful nuggets that will work for your family. And just to give you a little bit of background about me and where I'm coming from, first off, I wasn't always a nutritionist. (laughs) I wasn't always interested in a healthy lifestyle. So to me, that transition of going from basically junk food junkie to nutritionist, a lot of people sort of get intimidated that I do everything perfectly. And if they're just able to follow the perfect way, that everything will be different. And it couldn't be further from the truth because there really is no perfect way. I do my best to find things that make me happy that are appropriately priced, and they work for the nutrient requirements that I need for my body and for my family. And so with that, just to let you know, I have three children, uh, two are teenagers or almost, and a ravenous eight-year-old going on nine-year-old girl, and my husband and I. So we are five all together, and we rip through a grocery bounty very quickly. I walk the line between budget shopping and getting quality food. Sometimes I can spring for the more expensive cuts of meat if we're having people over or it's a special occasion or somebody's birthday. Sometimes I'll go for the higher priced produce or the freshly baked bread. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're trying to buckle down a little bit and I have to make do with what's available. I need convenience and ease. My husband and I do not have a lot of extra time in our weeks for sales seeking, coupon cutting, and bargain shopping. I I just don't. I don't have it in me to do that. Some people do and they're successful and that's awesome, but it's not for me. I love the idea of it, but my goal is to make it from week to week without having to spend a lot of time and energy on grocery shopping. One of my priorities is to be a parent example, as well as an educator of the basics of nutrition, especially because I have student athletes that have to make weight for their various sports. I have two boys and a girl. All three of them are in wrestling. They also play baseball, lacrosse, soccer, and tackle football. So we eat a lot of meals on the go in parking lots. (laughs) My kids are eating in the back of the car. Um, My husband and I are eating in the bleachers and everything in between. So we have to adapt. And the most important thing for anybody trying to clean up their grocery shopping experience is planning, period. I approach our weekly grocery shopping with a plan in mind. When I don't have a plan, we overspend every time and seemingly have nothing to eat. We have nothing to show for it. And that's so frustrating to me as a mom. I also sprinkle in a bit of flexibility when it comes to different schedules. Summer is slightly different from the school year. There's vacations, there's weather can impact plans having sports activities or having no sports activities during the summer 
during the summer, everybody's around the house all day long. So this makes it really difficult to have consistent dinner times, but this one I'm working on. (laughs) Okay. So I'm going to break down for you, my meal planning practices, meal by meal, because this is how I set up a grocery list. And this is how I shop for my groceries. I start with dinner. Um, usually my husband and I plan the week before. So around Thursday or Friday, we'll sit down. We have a whiteboard on our fridge. And by the way, if he's not around, I do it. If I'm not around, he does it. If we're both around, we do it together. So it just depends on what the circumstances. We have a whiteboard on our fridge and we write out the next five to six days onto the calendar. These meals are familiar. Everybody knows what's in them. Uh, They're healthy and they're easy to prepare. And it looks something like this. Now, this is just a random week. So Monday, turkey chili bowls with rice. Tuesday, chicken fried rice. Wednesday, chicken tenders and salad. Thursday, pasta with meat sauce. Friday and Saturday, I usually leave blank because we have various activities. A lot of people are going in all different directions. And then Sunday, mini meatloafs with mashed potatoes and asparagus. So from this meal plan, I go onto my phone, the Walmart app, and I order all the meats. I mostly order organic chicken and grass-fed ground beef. And then I scan what organic vegetables are available and what are in season. And to my list, I also add things like organic spinach, red peppers, tomatoes, carrots, and canned beets. Then I move to organic fruits. I usually add a large bag of apples, a bunch of organic bananas, and whatever is needed for the pantry. If I need spice, sauce, or any other miscellaneous food items, I have my list ready to go. This is the backbone of my grocery list. And next, I think through breakfast for the family. My kids are not big on breakfast, but I like to have plenty of options available. Sometimes I want eggs. Sometimes I want oatmeal. So for my weekly list, I always have two dozen organic eggs. If I don't use them right away, then I will hard boil them. I'll put them in the pressure cooker and have extra snacks on hand that I know my kids can just grab and go. I also usually get things like almond milk, to make smoothies. And I usually buy two loaves of freshly baked sourdough bread. Again, if that's available, great. If not, I make do with what is available. Then I just do a quick look in my pantry, make sure I have organic peanut butter and any other sauces or condiments that might be needed. This pretty much covers breakfast. And now I adjust the list with extras for snacks and lunches. Lunches are mostly eaten wherever, whenever, and whatever, not just in the summer, but kids pack their lunch boxes by themselves. So they're putting in various snack items, occasionally a sandwich. I don't know. This is pretty impossible for me to plan. So I just usually cover the basics when I'm shopping for lunch. So for me, lunch is usually a salad with canned tuna or beans or veggies left over from the meal before. If there even are leftovers, I'll eat leftover dinners. I make sure there's enough protein and fats available, whether it's a salad, a sandwich, a soup, or leftovers 
to keep me going the whole afternoon. For my family, there's usually lunch meat available, sourdough bread, and assortment of fruits, veggies, celery sticks, organic peanut butter, veggie straws, etc. That wraps up my big weekly list from Walmart. You can do the same from any local grocery store. Most have online options and delivery, or at least pickup. This saves me time, money, and a lot of headaches. I also get a few items from Amazon. If the laundry detergent that I want, I usually get seventh generation, is not available at Walmart. If the dish soap, deodorants, toothpaste, if they're not available from Walmart, I will get them on Amazon. I get my protein powders from Amazon. I love the brand called Birdman Falcon. It's organic and it's vegan. So I trust that the ingredients are clean. I like the way that it tastes and my kids don't complain. So I always just make sure that's stocked. I also use vital protein, collagen, peptides. It's easily dissolvable and flavorless. So I usually add this to my morning coffee. I also buy things like shampoos, body washes on Amazon because I can find fragrance free pretty easily. I like to shop around for good prices and brands that I usually can't get at Walmart. So that is an additional list that I have on the side. So now that I've gone through how to make my list, here are the areas where I try to save the most money. Number one, I don't always buy brand names. There are certain ones that I've come to know and love, but I'm always open to cheaper options if they're reasonably sourced. And as most of us know, throughout the 80s, 90s, 2000s, the store brands have become very comparable and in some cases better than the brand names. So I'm never afraid of a store brand name item, especially if it's pretty much exactly the same. Okay. Number two way that I save money is I rarely buy drinks. We drink water. I have a water filter at home. Uh, we also have a soda stream. So I make bubble water all, all day long. We can add fruit flavors to that. Kids like to add lemon, lime, sometimes cherry juice, just to make it a little bit different. But by not buying drinks, this saves me a lot of money from buying juice boxes and fruit juices and Gatorades and sodas and LaCroix. And so that is very budget friendly for me. Number three, I try to stick to one or two stores. Occasionally, once a month, I'll do a run to Costco to stock up on our favorite snacks, our favorite chicken nuggets, our favorite frozen pizzas. But mostly, I try to get everything from Walmart. I have an app on my phone that allows me to add things from a previous order. So it reminds me of things that I liked and bought before saves me so much time from having to type in each individual item and getting sucked into those online rabbit holes. Also during the week, if an item runs out, my husband and I both have the same app. We put the item such as dental floss in our cart online and it sits there until we make our next order. So it's a running grocery list of items that we need around the house. If I notice the toilet paper is getting low in certain bathrooms or we're running out of hand soap in the downstairs bathroom, I can quickly add that to the list so that when I go to purchase a few days later, it's already on the list. I don't have to remember it. Number four, I make time to plan. I absolutely have to. It's not negotiable for us to stick to our food budget. I've made this a weekly priority in our lives. And my husband and I 
both have the mutual understanding that we have to make this a priority because if we don't, we feel like we're burning money on takeout, deli sandwiches, ice cream shops, and all the rest of it. This also includes planning our eating out. My kids know what's for dinner because it's written on the fridge. So they know that there's no potential for us to change our minds and just order takeout. That's not really a thing anymore. During the pandemic, when things were a little bit crazier, that was always on the table because none of us really had a plan. But now we've made eating out more of a special thing again. And it's predictable with planning and scheduling, which is crucial for our kids to stick to healthy routines as they grow up and make their own food choices. So those are the four things that help me save money each month while sticking to a healthy grocery list. And these are a few rules that I like to stick by. I try not to get too wrapped up on getting the exact item I have in mind. I don't have time for this. I don't have energy to go to multiple stores. If they're out of what I want, I try to make it work with something else and move on. A good example is I have a particular coffee creamer I like, which I know a lot of women out there have the same affinity for a specific item. And we will go to multiple grocery stores to find that. I kind of take this with a grain of salt. If I can find it, if I have the time, if I have the the energy and the gumption to really find that one that I want, then I will. But otherwise, I try to let this go. Number two, I don't get so overwhelmed with things being organic or being the best, healthiest possible solution. I usually buy organic or locally farmed whenever possible, but there's times when it's just not available or it's simply too expensive for our food budget. And that's okay. It's not going to wreck your progress. Just being mindful of the foods that contain extra pesticides and preservatives, it will change the way that you shop. There are plenty of canned foods and frozen foods that are much less expensive and more available, and they will keep longer if you add them into your regular pantry. Number three, the goal for eating healthy is to eat more whole foods and to eat enough of them. If you're getting started with organizing your grocery shopping, it's easy to overcomplicate just by counting specific macros and calories and portion sizes. And I try to help my clients by giving them permission to eat as much whole foods as they want throughout the day. Sometimes we have to relearn how to eat. We have to relearn some of the basics of nutrition such as having all three macronutrients, fats, carbs, and protein at each meal or snack. And the last one is, remember, if you get cravings, they are signals from your body. Cravings for certain foods is an indication that your body needs something that it hasn't gotten yet from the foods that you've been eating. Sometimes this looks like sugar cravings because the body knows it needs more energy to get through the day. Sometimes this looks like cravings for seafood or beef, indicating that you have mineral deficiencies such as zinc and iron. It's okay to have cravings. It's natural. It actually means that your body's working. (laughs) It means there's something missing in your body and it's gently reminding you that it needs it. 
it needs these things because to effectively make hormones, to give you energy and to give you clarity and thinking, you need these minerals. Your body signals you to correct the deficiency. And it's really a great learning opportunity for you to understand and honor the needs of your body. Because when we ignore them and shame ourselves for having them, we contribute to this cycle of deprivation dieting and then leading to either overeating or out of control eating. And it also makes us feel like a failure. This is not about your body being right or wrong. It's your biology. Your body needs fuel and very specific fuels to operate efficiently. We all want this. Honoring your cravings and understanding symptoms is the most telling sign that you could ever be given. So there you have it. Getting through the gauntlet of grocery shopping hell has become such a crazy thing these days. Things are so expensive. We just got through a pandemic. A lot of people working from home and basically homeschooling for the better part of two years. My family has learned a lot about adapting. Taking the self-made monumental task and responsibility for every person in my health to get balanced, healthy meals was too much. And I was able to take it off of my plate by sharing the responsibility with my loved ones, finding convenient and affordable ways to adjust and carry on in a pleasant homeostasis has truly changed the way that my family eats and thinks about food. Remember, perfection is the enemy of progress. You don't have to make this a perfect system because firstly, that's impossible. And secondly, things are consistently changing. They are consistently changing. That means you can count on them changing, right? Things are constantly changing in our lives that force us to adapt. Jobs change, kids grow up, sports shift, There's weddings, there's birthday parties, there's nights out, there's New Year's Eve, there's Thanksgiving, all things change throughout the years. So being able to adapt and not stress over specific items, specific things is really going to help you live this healthy lifestyle. We've been groomed by the diet industry to have strict and really non-bending rules when it comes to nutrition and eating, if we want to achieve our weight loss goals, our weight lifting goals, our workout goals. But I don't believe in this in one bit. I used to live this way and it got me to a place of burnt out, overstressed, and I used to feel like a failure all the time. I found a better way to live by balancing the foods that I'm eating and enjoying them as I'm going along. I have found this as a better way to live and to grocery shop. And I really hope the same is true for you. If you are interested in learning more about me, my practice and my programs, you can follow me on Instagram at your.hormone.nutritionist. You can follow my Facebook group, Happy Hormones and Tamed Inflammation, or visit my website at nourishingnutrition.net. Check out my free resources by subscribing to my newsletter and following this podcast. See you next week for a brand new episode.